to another song title challenge where the question is, climbers, how should you write this one, right? How should you write it? This is a fun, creative exercise where climbers, otherwise known as listeners of this podcast, send in their song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S, info at daredevilproduction.com. Put STC or song title challenge in the subject line so it gets into the right folder. If you don't, it won't. And then I just sort of go perusing through the titles and find something that I think is going to be interesting. And I spring it live to Brent and our esteemed guest on the show. And we spend the next 20 minutes trying to cook up five or six different conceptual angles to write that song. So this is a muscle that we regularly flex here on the show show every other week. It's an important muscle to flex because this is the difference between really an amateur song and a good song and a good song and a great song. Mm -hmm. It's the angle that you take on it. Sometimes the most obvious way to write the song based on the title is the right way, but mostly it's not. <laughs> and and going down this, going through this exercise will eliminate all of the cliche stuff out of the way first. And then just a little bit of 20 minutes of time and you're digging into the gold, right, Brent? That's right. And also what Brent's found out and what we've been preaching on the podcast is that this exercise is a fantastic way to revive new energy and new sort of life into your old hooks like go back through your hook book the stuff that it's like wilted lettuce man you haven't seen it for years and you just don't even go look back there anymore go back pick out 20 song titles pick your favorite one out of the 20 and do this exercise and watch what happens right, That's right. brent did it got cuts got cuts i tell you it's paying off for me so we started doing it for the show pay it off i figured out, i gotta find a way to do this for my own titles figured out a way to do this for my own titles and that gum it's working so there you go uh, you got anything you want to add to that brent before we uh introduce yeah, our guest? just uh you know this is for infotainment purposes we just want to kind of model what might happen the first 10 15 minutes of a pro songwriting session or what might happen somebody working alone to kind of prep for a co-write you know just to encourage you to dig deeper hopefully we find stuff five or ten minutes in that's cooler than what we came up with the first minute in and hopefully that'll encourage you to dig deep and get the best songs possible and you know what the angle on this is you know we say this but we can't say it enough like the angle of the song is is again the difference between just a bland blase song and and then an iconic so i mean if think about seeing the dance in a hook book and mm -hmm. you're like yeah all right yeah but then, frick, man, like <laughs> Tony Arata gets a hold of it. And you're like, oh, my God. Right. Like, that's amazing. You know what I mean? And it, and it starts with the angle of it first. Like, that didn't happen by accident, y'all. He did this kind of exercise and figured it out in his head. So here we go. Why don't you introduce our guest and then we'll get going. Yeah. Today's guest is a, is a new friend of mine. So he was had the unfortunate pleasure of being seated next to me on the flight to Denmark for the National Nights International Songwriters Festival. All I knew was Johnny said, he's a vibe. You need to know this guy. And dadgummit, Johnny was right. Johnny rarely steers me wrong. That's right. He tried to steer me wrong a lot in Denmark. But that was just alcohol, though. That's different. That was. <laughs> so, but unlike the alcohol, I'm good with unlimited amounts of today's guest. So... <laughs> He's from Alabama. He has great, we bonded over his great taste in hats, our mutual love for singer-songwriter David Wilcox, the North Carolinian. Not that we have any hate for the 
Canadian one, but the North Asheville one. Man, just he knocked me out with his his songs. He knocked everybody out with his songs. He's getting requests in Denmark for stuff. So he is just a vibe. So let's hopefully I don't overplay this and he turns out being a complete dud. We never played in the sandbox together before, but his meme skills <laughs> never are unmatched. And he kept us all in stitches. Welcome to the climb, Eric Erdman. Hey, uh, what's going on? Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you for saying yes. Good to see you, man. Thank you. And with that introduction, I bid you adieu. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like George Costanza. You go out on top. Go out on top. <laughs> man, I like your brain is so creative. I love your brain, dude. Thank you. Y'all, if you haven't Thanks looked up Eric Erdman as an artist, you need to. Yes. Because if you want to go to songwriting class on angles and how to be clever without being stupid or overly clever, then this is your man. Thank you. If you would, Eric, and I, I'm forgive me for putting you on the spot, Uh-oh. but could you just recite the lyrics for the chorus of "Who Is They"? Because this is fantastic. Uh, you wrote that with Chad Wilson. Play it. Well, I have to recite it. Well, you can just do there it. There you go. Oh, there you go. Bring it. Who is they? Well, how do they know? Is they a secret cabal looking down on us all from a place we ain't allowed to go? Is they an annual convention? Do they hold an exposition? Are they the brightest minds of our day? Who can say? Who is they? (laughs) So good. (laughs) <laughs> that's so freaking brilliant man and you were really, getting requests for that in denmark which is it's awesome. just a vehicle to get the word cabal in a song really say, <laughs> a lot of my catalog is really and make, it, and make it not sound like a, like you're a terrorist yeah what, what, what vocabulary word can we start with? i was about to say you aren't scared of some like 25 cent words dollar words maybe even in your songs which is fun don't always land it, but it's fun to try. You got to try. Man, I put spork in a song one time. And I got a cut, but they changed it to fork. Uh, it still counts in my book. But then somebody else cut it and they put spork back in, so it's all good. <laughs> I still count it as having spork. That uh, did. Yeah, spork. So there we go. I love it. All right. So we got are you guys ready to go here? You want to give a shot? Man, never, ever, but let's do it. Yeah. Man. All right. So this is from Joe Bagalki. Bagalk, I forget. We've had him. We've done his titles before, I think. Yes, we have. Is it Bagalki or Bagalk? I'm sorry, Joe. I'm gonna say Bagalki, but I've never actually talked to him other than online. So I think it's Bagalki. So Joe, if I'm screwing that up for a thousand, I'm sorry. So a thousand apologies. Um, but Joe is a regular climber, so we're excited to have that. And this song title, guys, is Plastic Ponies. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Plastic ponies. Plastic so ponies, right. I like the alliteration in it. Yeah. Okay. This one just kind of jumped out with me because Eric. Right. So I just thought I'm I'm dying to see where he's going to take this thing to. Well, instantaneously, I think of a nostalgia song where the person, or a dreaming song where the person's cowboy riding the range mm-hmm. and all the th- poncho and lefty dust and the things, and really it's it's the eight year old outside of the dime store on the plastic ponies on the this thing where you put the quarter in it. oh yeah you put the quarter in the ride the little machine yeah. outside like your safe way you're oh, and you do like a reveal in the chorus or something yeah, where you, you don't, don't it, it all sounds legit up until yeah it's like wild bills getting the bad guy and all the thing dust and whatever and then you go and then mom comes out with the bags and i, I gotta go and the horse is still riding and i'm like the chorus is the reveal yeah it's, it's, it's your quarter horse I like that. yeah 
<laughs> that's the bad I like that. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean that's one. That's a, that's an angle. Yeah, and that's it could be kind of like a mix of Billy Dean's song, Billy the Kid. I miss Billy the Kid. Uh-huh. Talks a little bit about that simpler time when he was out with his riding that stick horse or whatever, and now he's grown up and he kind of misses the the simplicity of that. Uh so you could do kind of that kind of thing too. Uh if Another, first thing I thought of was like I don't know if it's because of the word plastic or whatever, but I thought of like my daughter, Ruby Jean, you know, like ponies, I guess, because of my little pony. And so I thought of a more kind of girl kind of take on it about plastic ponies and princesses and all that kind of thing, too, about could be like a even like a father daughter song about knight in shining armor on a plastic pony and that kind of thing. If you want to get all like uh, you wanted to get all like I'm the man, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to do that kind of thing where like you could be like, I'm a Harley guy, like I ride an iron horse and all these people on their little plastic, plastic ponies. Pony. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, you know, oh, you go, oh, I like that. On the little rice grinding plastic ponies, right? Like, get, get out of here. You don't you don't you'll ride with me. I'm on an iron horse. Oh, <laughs> Well, that, I'm on the iron horse with the big dogs. You can be down there in the yard with the puppies and the plastic ponies. Yeah, I love that iron horse versus plastic ponies. Yeah. Oh, so good. that could definitely be that kind of thing too. I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know how much you could do like, because it kind of has some of that hip hop swagger too. I don't well, know that's how, what I meant. I feel like you'd have to do, you know, some kind of blues. Blues yeah. always had that. I'm better than you. Hip hop's kind of got that thing where it like, braggadocious like i'm the man kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. that would be cool that'd be really cool i'm thinking of plastic too just playing off that i think a credit card like how is that yeah, if i'm gonna ride cool. that plastic pony till his legs fall off i love i like that that might be my favorite one so far <laughs> All right, okay that could be good that, yeah that could be like uh it could be talking about the girl too kind of like a it's a business doing pleasure with you thing yeah, yeah. from uh, from the girl like she's riding that plastic <laughs> pony in, into the ground i'm loving it that might, that might be my favorite so far yeah. Um, what about kind of eric what you're talking about at the beginning just that nostalgic kind of thing about growing up and it's like man kind of like it's now that i'm an adult and i'm having to do adulting like it ain't just plastic ponies anymore like this stuff is for real i wonder if there's like a or a female version of it where it's like i'm still waiting on some boy to show up riding a plastic pony but or they still are like I'm tired of boys, right. kind of thing. I'm ready for kind of oh, a, a man, right. but he's still got these little man. That's that's like two different ones right there. I think I, I would count that as two separate, and both of them are valid. Yeah, really cool. There's a couple. Of There's more. something you could take. Speaking of Denmark and amazing songwriters, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Smalley mm-hmm. sort of spin on that, like he did with "Truth Is." I'm just more broomstick side oh, of oh, yeah. cowboy and a or yeah. broomstick yeah, side right. of cowboy and a and a kid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Where he's just talking about like mo- "Truth Is," mostly I'm just shooting from the hip. Where it's just sort of self just sort of a real thing of like, man, I, it, maybe, maybe this thing looks like an iron horse, but really. Sometimes I just feel like it's a plastic pony, maybe. Oh, yeah, know? yeah, that's a little cool imposter too, like, syndrome kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid they're gonna yeah. find out. You know, this iron horse is just a plastic pony. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what What if it's too is like, and this is out there, but like internet haters and trolls, man. They they're acting all big and bad, but like we see just a bunch of juveniles riding plastic yeah. ponies trying to act like cowboys, internet cowboys. 
kind of internet cowboys riding plastic ponies. Yeah, yeah, like hey, got nothing. That would be a great like kind of pop song for like a young female pop artist. Just shake off the haters and let all the mm-hmm. kids know that the words aren't violence and they think they're Doc Holiday, but they're from the just okay corral. <laughs> 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 The just okay. Just okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um, the only tombstone they've seen is the pizza. I don't know. <laughs> all the puns. All the puns. Exactly. Uh, plastic ponies. Yeah, I, I like the alliteration. And it, it's uh, trying to think of. Yeah, the obvious thing is like the the kid cowboy kind of thing, which is valid. But like trying to twist it beyond that to see if there's something that like is simple. And makes sense, but it's not what you do. Okay, you, I got one. Yeah. I got one. You could go dark. Okay. You could talk about, it could be a song about a gambling addiction and it all started with plastic ponies. Mm. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. And then grew to, now I bet on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's a different angle on this being like, don't count me out. Like, cause I'm a dreamer and I'll do it by any means, but you, like I'm riding the broomstick, the plastic pony, whatever. And then say, put your money on the dark horse. Cause even though I'm on a plastic pony, I'm still going to like, Ooh, it, yeah. Yeah. put your money yeah. on the dark horse. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I got another one. Any of these? We just. I got another one. Okay. You know, kids. Kids get together. They play cowboys and Indians, Uh and like you know, boys got. We have army men stuff like that. What if it's a love story like check yes or no kind of a thing like that's in 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 grade school Mm -hmm. when you're a little kid and and you fell in love with her when you first saw her with the plastic ponies or something like that. Yeah. Or like you know, would you be the one to ride on my plastic pony with me into the sunset? You know, kind of deal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Make it totally adorable. Yeah. yeah. Like just two little six-year-old kids. <laughs> but I kind of like that when Brent said before. Um, I mean, that's kind of, it's all, those are all kind of shooting off of the same kind of nostalgia uh, thing. Yeah. Playing with, playing with the little ponies. But I like the, uh, like it's, it's not all plastic ponies. Like somehow you said it, I thought was probably the most valid. If I were going to write this right now, mm-hmm. I would have jumped on that one where it's like, uh, I got it all figured out, but like now that it's not just plastic ponies, now what you know? Yeah. Now what do you do? Like, like girl, we've grown up. Your little Jackie paper after puff has gone away or whatever. You know, what <laughs> I mean, like this is real. Oh, that's real, good. Real world. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe it's a song about like a building up to a proposal. Oh, and maybe that's what he's telling her. You know, it's not just plastic ponies anymore. Now we got to get real. Yeah. yeah, like my love. I had a crush on you when we were kids, and it was just like everybody. But this is more than that. Yeah, it ain't. It's not just plastic ponies. That's cool. Oh. You know, you could do a like a cowboy song too, though. I mean, it has to be a modern day because plastic, right? It couldn't be like a throwback right. kind of thing, but uh, more of a modern day thing. Where like he's trying to keep the ranch together. I don't know. Maybe go watch some episodes of Yellowstone or something and get get your mind right or wrong. I haven't watched it, but you know, we're like, yeah, we're growing up is is fun being cowboy and doing that kind of stuff, plastic ponies. But now it's like I do this crap to feed my family. Maybe it's a rodeo thing. Ooh. You know, where he's got to, it ain't just plastic ponies he's riding anymore. And he's got to make, got to make that eight second ride to kind of. Oh, keep, I like that. Together. Like cool. it was fun when I was pretend, but now this is not so fun anymore. Well, you know, and that could be, hold on. So you could take that to another step. I'm building on what you said, Brent, and kind of relate it to when fun and creativity, the intersection of that and business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it used to be plastic ponies and now. It's so much more than that. And it's it's also like business decisions, but not just creative decisions. Yeah. 
have to be plastic pony or can we put a comma in there? No, you can you can do that. Yeah. You can put a comma in there. You can put anything in front of it, anything behind about it. The, uh, about the rodeo got me thinking. It could be about some barrel racer, like what is the plastic barrel, like plastic plastic ponies and fifty miles an hour or whatever. Yeah. Oh, plastic ponies and speed or whatever. Yeah. You know, like whatever. Plastic ponies and speed. I don't know. Oh, I like that. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. I like that a lot. That'd be it's so cool to name the song too, just plastic comma ponies. They'd be like, what the heck and is that? You don't have yeah, you don't have it's almost like you're winning before you're spending. What the hell does this mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you did that. Plastic ponies and Oh plastic buckle bunnies. So yeah, yeah, buckle bunnies, yeah. Or plastic ponies and I'm gonna need a raise because it's the dad that wanted to get his daughter the pony, but he's gotta put it on the plastic and now he needs a raise. Oh, that's good. That's good too. <laughs> That's good. Yes, yeah, so it was just all about like a dad trying to raise a daughter. Just like I'm gonna be paying on that horse till it's glue. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's good. That's going in there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so what could come before plastic ponies, and what could come after plastic ponies? Man, thinking of, I mean, I guess it's kind of in the air because the Denmark thing. One of the one of the songs like Terry Joe and Barrett, and I think maybe Scott wrote as well. Yeah. was that God bless the boy, you know, for, yeah, for Cody Johnson. And I wanted to, you know, you're looking at the daughter thing and she's playing with the plastic ponies, like the, my little ponies or whatever. And it's like, man, I hope, you know, mm-hmm. one day she like, I don't know, thing like a, like a real cowboy kind of thing or she, yeah, like in the best sense of the word, the honest, yes. hardworking, salt of the earth, not right away into the sunset kind of thing. Yeah. I wonder if that could be a thing looking at her to think about her future and which I have an eight year old daughter. I don't want to think about that, but well, but still, yeah, <laughs> if you have to, you definitely don't want to think about her right off in the sunset with some punk. Some, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not good. Not good. No. Um, good thing. Her brothers won't be big. <laughs> These yeah. are big brothers. Huge. So let's see. Plastic ponies. 
That is interesting. There's a lot of stuff here. Maybe maybe even put that in there. Good thing our big our big brothers are big. <laughs> exactly. Ponies on the, on the other side of the fence. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be too old by the time she's riding off in the sunset. But good thing her big brother's big. Sick him. I do love I do love the comparison thing too. Just because when when you talk about uh, if it's a nostalgic thing, and you're just talking about let's say the difference between how they make cars now and what they used to make, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where it was like American heavy metal, yeah, eight cylinder engines, and now it just feels like a lot of plastic ponies because yeah. you're kind of talking about horsepower. Horsepower. It could be like minimizing horsepower. It'd be about the music business. Yeah go on like oh you know that we the music about the music business like oh we had real artists back when whatever and now it seems like a bunch of plastic ponies show ponies ponies. that kind of thing you know it's like they're not plastic ponies and dancing chickens (laughs) exactly (laughs) sometimes i feel like a dancing chicken (laughs) which you know nothing endears the music industry to to you more than taking shots at the music industry so i'm not sure if i'd like that one but not to get on a tangent in the middle of our songwriting thing, but do y'all know uh, Terry Joe's story about the dancing chicken? Has she ever told you that? No. Uh-uh. She was back home. I'll try to make it fast. She was back home visiting one of her best friends, and they went out to some club or something or a restaurant, and these guys came up, and they were just trying to hit on them very poorly, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're like, oh, get away from me. Yeah. And so the guys, try, they're trying anything to start a conversation, and they're like, what do you do? And she's like, well, I do this. And they go, well, what do you do? And they go, well, she's a, she's a songwriter in Nashville. And they go, oh, and they get all excited. And they're like, well, what? Sing us something. And so she's just being funny, like, no. She's like, dance, chicken, dance. And the, the dude went. You wrote the chicken dance. <laughs> they, thought, they thought TJ wrote. <laughs> She's like, so she just said, yep. I was a lyricist on that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I saw now Vince Neil do that. I saw Vince Neil do like, Molly Cruz. She wrote the chicken. <laughs> That's hysterical, man. Anyway. Well, I think we got some good looks at it, man. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, I could, we could, there's at least three of those. I'd be down to write. We, we could. Seriously, right? No problem. Yeah. I think. Hell yeah. No, those are really good, man. Eric, that was great. Right out of the gate, just totally twisted around something I never would have thought of. That was so good. Mm-hmm. You're a little warped, and that's why we're friends. I'm very warped. <laughs> but are you familiar with the Sting song uh, "Perfect Love Gone Wrong"? No, I'm not. I, I use the what you're doing with this is brilliant and so important to just try to think outside the box, even if you don't ever write that song, mm-hmm. but it's. It's just good, like you said, muscle in your brain to flex. In the song, Sting, the whole song is just the main character's love has a new man and he's jealous. You're like, okay, well, that's boring. I've heard that four many times. Only thing is, it's from the perspective of her dog. It's the dog is jealous of her new boyfriend. And it's like, once you do that, you can write the whole song in 10 minutes. Because the only certain things a dog would say. Yeah, exactly. Right. It like it informs your whole script or what your whole lyric just like that, yeah. and it goes from being another lame jealousy song to engage like just you're in it immediately, like you know. One of the ones that we're proud of, one of the episodes we're proud of, is somebody wrote in and and had the song title "The Request," mm-hmm. and oh. so we were just kind of thinking about it and the request this, the request that, and then I think the last one we came up with was like, okay. You've got your songwriter that's out there doing the grind like you're doing, touring all around, doing the whole thing, playing with the band, packed house, front of people, and they're taking requests when he reaches in and sees a $50 bill. So he's going to pull out that request first, and and he's on the road, and it's like from his wife. 
who's uh, in the audience, right? And what would she say? And the 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 uh, the people. Um, she's like, come home. Yeah, yeah, like come is. home. Like, the only request I have is just come home and and blah, blah. And so it's just like the, all of a sudden, then somebody reached out to the the person that sent in the title. It was like, I know how to write this. Will you write this with me? And then they wrote it. It's been demo. It's like super cool, man. Yeah. So it's super well, fun. But yeah, that, that no, gave I love me another it. idea fun. though that I'll throw out there. So plastic ponies. Think about from the point of view. What if it's from the point of view of the plastic ponies? And almost like a little Ooh. toy story where like everyone's inside on their screens. And like plastic ponies, like put out to pasture, or plastic ponies still oh want to ride. God. Like get out, get friggin' outside a little bit. And I mean, you could ride it from an outside perspective, really kind of judge young kids these days. Or it could be from the perspective of the of the plastic ponies. No. Like, come on, man, we want to run. No, yeah, that's what I, it's more like that. It's just another version of Puff the Magic Dragon, man. Like that's the deal. Like I think that's brilliant to be like he used to play with me all the time and all the things, but at some point they quit playing me and never picked me up again. Yeah, and I'm made, I'm built I'm built to run. Yeah, built to oh, run. Oh, thing. And it's I need like your I'm legs. <laughs> I need your legs. Come on, I'm just a right. stick. <laughs> oh man, that is that is that's awesome, man. I, dude, these are some good looks, bro. So. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, I hope you had a good time. Hey, uh, Eric, you got a new record out. Where can folks find you and like bask in the glory? Um, you can find all my stuff if you just look up Eric Erdman Music. Um, but if uh, my new album is called Enough and it's on all the platforms. So E R D M A N Erdman. Yeah. Eric yeah, and I, and I will tell you that this, that this is a writing talent in Nashville, y'all. That even though he's from Alabama, but. You're, he's in all the rooms. He's in all the big rooms. Like it's just he's moments away. So all all the best on that. I know it's just uh, your one marquee value win away from your whole catalog becoming gold. Right? That's how it works. <laughs> Not sure about that, but I like the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on, y'all. So listen, send your song titles in to info at daredevilproduction.com. Put STC in the subject line or song title challenge. And who knows, maybe we're going to get some brilliant genius on the show to help us flesh out some ideas. I want to see where this Plastic Ponies thing goes. You were mentioning from the thing of the pony, there's an artist, uh, she was on The Voice, Melanie Martinez is her name. And she's got a song called Dollhouse. And that whole song is written from the perspective of a really, really dark home Mm -hmm. from the perspective of what the dolls see. Oh Oh, yeah. And if you haven't heard that song, man, you got to go check that out and just listen to the lyrics on that. And, and it's all like Stepford wives, like dad's sleeping with somebody else, mom drinking to forget that dad's sleeping with somebody else. And it's just this horrific family situation, but this is what the dolls see. And I think it might be, that might be the whole record too. Like it might be a concept album on the whole record like that, but definitely the song Dollhouse, D-O-L-L-H-O-U-S-E. M-I-C-E-K. You don't see what I see, you know, it's talking about the dolls see everything because they're inside, right? So, so interesting what you're like when you, you're right, man, when you change that perspective from the dog or from the Mm -hmm. pony to the perspective of the pony now you, you know you don't want to do that crap. every song then it starts becoming like all right come on just write a song like hey i love you and make it <laughs> make sense. like don't don't do that right. like, it's it's fun to tr- spin the room and, and on that note before we say goodbye i will say this like josh roy my the artist that i'm working with now and blue foley and trick savage wrote 
did this exact thing on a song. I absolutely love the song. We didn't cut it because I feel like it's like a bluebird song maybe. Um, and it won't necessarily appeal to the masses, but it's so genius. It's called, I don't decide. And it's about like the whole Nashville grind and the music business per se, but from the perspective of the honky tonk, like, like it doesn't decide who makes it. Oh, that. I don't decide. I've seen them. I've seen them come and I've seen them go and come right back again. Some that make it, some that won't. A superstar now and then. They get up on my big stage hoping for that big time ride. But at the end of it all, I, but I'm just a honky tonk. I don't decide. Like, come on. I'll buy, so, that, I'll buy that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so cool. But but that really puts a chill factor in it when you do like the 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 surprise perspective mm. on that. What what a great tool. Just a, a great tool to always have in the toolbox. Yep. Wait, what what what's the perspective on it from? I, I'm not speaking strictly for myself, but for me, like you were saying earlier, a thing that'll take an uh, average song and make it worse. Well, the thing that'll take an average song and make it better is a lot of times people miss is focus like mm-hmm. that's such a huge important part no matter what style no matter what you're doing you only have in popular music three to four ish minutes on average mm-hmm. you're going to have a minute or a minute and a half of intro in between music outro so now you're down to like a minute and a half and the chorus repeats so every iteration that's not new intel so now you have about a minute mm-hmm. to stand up at a podium and tell a room full of people that never heard you a story and if you sound like you don't know what you're talking about or you're confused, mm-hmm. they're gone in a heartbeat. Yeah. So by doing this thing that we're doing, like I was saying with the Sting song, before you wrote a lyric, because that was the concept, you already you already are informed of what you're allowed to say because you set these characters up, and these characters will only say certain things. Yeah. Right. And it's like because you made the honky tonk the the thing, you know, you already know what it can say and what it should say and what it shouldn't yeah. say. But so it's a little bit of a trick, but it's a good trick. It sure is. It's yeah. super cool, man. <laughs> well, thank you, Eric. What a great, and that's never heard anybody put it that way, but that's really, you're right. Like you got one minute to get them to tell a story. And if you don't sound like, you know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I have found most of the time, like, you know, people that haven't been experienced of writing a lot, like r- what it makes a rookie song sound rookie. And if that's what it is, they start out and they go, love is good, but sometimes it's not. And one time I was in a car and then she broke my heart, but then I had this dog and it's like, well, if you don't know what Do you're like, saying, like, I'm these like, make me look fat. I should buy a boat. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, all of those things are legitimate, but why don't you write 20 songs out of that? What you just told me. That's too much. One, one song. Hey, that's that's right. You don't have to do a concept record. How about just a concept song? That would be great. <laughs> yes, yes, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, it's funny. All right, y'all. This is Eric Erdman, E R D M A N. You can find him everywhere at Eric Erdman Music and go check out his new release called Enough. That it's an album, right? Yes. And just dig it. You wanna you wanna go to school? Mm-hmm. You wanna learn about lyrics and focus? This is your record to do it. Thank you so much, Eric. Appreciate Thanks, it, man. Thank you, man. The song is, uh, we, we made this song because we made this song. We made this podcast because we want you to win. So yeah. keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 